It's time for Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Brought to you by the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Anna Maria. And Brian Clement, uh, talking to you all over the world today from beautiful South Florida. And I hope your life is joyous and you're ready to move forward and progress and open up to new understandings, new findings. Today our guest, all the way from California, Ocean Robbins is on with us. Ocean's the CEO of the Food Revolution Network, which has done a lot of extraordinary work all over the world in nearly 200 countries around the world and brings together some of the minds in the progressive field of healthcare and the environment, et cetera, to hopefully make changes on the planet Earth. We surely need them at this point. Mm. Now, he's been so darn good at what he does. He's won the Jefferson's Award for Outstanding Public Service Freedom's Flame Award, Harmon Wilkinson Award, and numerous other honors. And uh, it's nice to have Ocean on. Uh, John, his father, and I have known each other for many, many years. So nice to have you with us today. How are you doing? It's an honor to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, so tell us a little bit about, you, you know, there's a, a mouthful there. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about what you're doing at this point and what your passion is. <laughs> well, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Food Revolution Network. My passion is leveraging food to make it the foundation of health instead of the foundation of disease. We have an epidemic of illness right now. 70% of Americans are overweight or obese. Mm. If we continue on our current course, it could be 90%. Right now, more than 2 billion people worldwide are obese. Are kids are getting diabetes, half of our elders over age 85 have Alzheimer's, and the good news is that most of this is preventable. And you know this, of course, that most of the chronic illnesses of our times are being fueled by the food on our plates and the way that we're living, and that means we can turn it around. We could radically uh, slash our risk of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, obesity, Alzheimer's, and so many other ailments. And we can add years to our lives as well as life to our years. So I want to spread this news as widely as possible. I want to help everybody to understand that we have tens of thousands of studies published in peer-reviewed medical journals that tell us conclusively that we can stop digging our own graves with our knives and forks and instead start building a brighter future. And what lights me up, honestly, is that this isn't just about individual health, this is about our society, it's about our economy, it's frankly about our planet, because what we eat is uh, having a massive impact on climate change, mm, on topsoil, on mm. water, on forests, uh, not to mention animals. And as a human being of conscience who wants my kids to have a better world than I inherited, uh, who wants to feel proud of my legacy, uh, I want the food choices that I make to be congruent with my values so that they 
help to build a healthier world. You know, we, we talk about a lot about politics and elections and voting, especially in the United States, that the first democracy in the world. But the truth of the matter is that we vote three times every day with our knives and forks. Yeah. For the kind of world and the kind of future we want. And these votes really, really do count. So let's make them count. Well, it's, it's absolutely true what yeah. you said. You know, uh, what Anne and I have dedicated our lives to is seeing the incredible power of plant-based nutrition in reversing catastrophic disease. And, uh, you know, we don't see any disorder, including premature aging, that proper food cannot stop or reverse. And, and it's a whole lifestyle to know what's in the food and to be aware of uh, our own uh, power. And, and like you say, three times a day we actually vote. We, we use our wallet and we could use it for so much good for the whole planet. That's, um, that's what everybody needs to realize. So, Ocean, uh, bring us up to speed with the latest data, the latest statistics. So, as an example... Uh, you said 70% of Americans are overweight, obese, or morbidly obese. Uh, the only countries that beat us at this point is Mexico, our neighbors, and yeah. England. England. Yeah. Uh, but there's only 8.5 billion people on the earth, and at this point, 2 billion are overweight and obese. And what you said is true, but by the way, you're being nice because at the rate we're growing in being overweight, they now think that 100% of the population in the next 30 years could literally be that. Mm -hmm. So give us some data and statistics. What would happen if people somehow hit their head and awakened and mm -hmm. said today, I'm going to only eat health food, not junk food? Well, the, uh, the fact is, and I think it's rather stunning, um, Dr. Dean Ornish, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn, a number of other leading edge uh, health researchers have told us that we could reverse most cases of heart disease, and we could eliminate at least 80% just with simple changes to diet and lifestyle. Uh, Drs. Dean and Aisha Sherzai, two leading-edge neurologists who have been uh, at the leading edge of neurology for many decades. They run the um, neurology department in, in Loma, Linda, Loma Linda University, and they have concluded that we could prevent 90% of Alzheimer's cases from ever happening in the first place with changes to diet and lifestyle. Meanwhile, we have leading-edge research telling us that 90% of cancer cases are caused by a combination of diet, lifestyle, and environmental factors, not genetics. Less than 10% are caused by genetics, per se. And we know for a fact that virtually all cases of diabetes and obesity could be prevented and can be reversed. Yes, type 2 diabetes. Healthy like di oh, type yeah. 2, yeah, thank yeah. you very much, type yeah. 2 diabetes specifically. Mm. It can, a diet and lifestyle can actually help with type 1 as well, but we certainly can't reverse it. Um, so what I find fascinating is that uh, we hear consistently over and over again with all of the major chronic illnesses of our times that we could prevent, perhaps even reverse, the vast majority of them. Now, Consider for a moment that in the United States, we spend 18% uh, of our gross domestic product, our entire economy, on what we call health care. Now, yeah. it's not really caring for health. It's really managing the symptoms of disease. Sure. But, you know, 18%, that's several trillion dollars every year. Oh, that's right. Three and a half trillion last year. And, 
you know, cumulatively, this is a fairly enormous impact. And what would when you consider that 80% of that is on treatment of chronic illness, mm-hmm. you start to realize maybe we could cut our medical spending in half just with simple changes to diet and lifestyle, not to mention saving a whole heck of a lot of lives. So when we and come with back... all of the argument in politics about who's going to pay, do we want single payer <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. you know, do we want, you know, Medicare for all? Do we want, you know, right. uh, insurance, whatever? Like, <laughs> everyone's arguing about who's going to pay for it, a system that nobody can afford. Mm. And that doesn't work. The root cause. I mean, the, 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 the bottom line is we're paying for something that doesn't work. It's like going to buy a car that the engine is not working, the tires are all flat, and you can't sit on the seats. And that's the current system we have. When we come back, we're going to speak about the economic, the environmental, and the human cost of not being conscious about what we consume. Just listen to the music. We'll be right back. On the sea, somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing. Somewhere beyond the sea, he's there watching for me. If I could fly like birds on high. Just as This is Anna Maria from Hippocrates. And this is Brian Clement from Hippocrates, talking to all of you here in South Florida. Thank God the pandemic is in the pan and fried. So we have opened up fully at Hippocrates Health Institute, our salon 
that literally is misted with probiotic, as is our store, as is our therapy building. And we welcome you to come and visit us and be our guest in either the Life Transformation Program or the Fitness Program or the Comprehensive <laughs> Cancer Program or just come by to figure out how to live the rest of your life. Now back to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876 or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Anna Maria. And Brian Clement from Hippocrates Health Institute. Uh, today we're having a stimulating and very mind-altering hmm. conversation with Ocean Robbins, who uh, we just spoke about the 100% universal negative effect that negative bad food has on your health, the environment, the economy. Uh, you came up with a number that I hadn't read before, that here in just the United States alone, a country that only has 320 million people, last year we spent for health care that has nothing to do with health, it's a disease crisis management system, three and a half trillion dollars. So as the grandson of the founder of Baskin Robbins, oh why, boy, yeah, why, why, why are you so radically differing from the family tree there, Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my grandpa was born in a very different time than I was. Yes. He grew up in the Great Depression. Yep. And in his family, getting enough food to fill your belly was success. Right. And he did a very good job of that. He built one of the most successful companies in American history with his brother-in-law, Bert Baskin. He came out of a time when we had chocolate and strawberry and vanilla, and he said, hey, there should be a lot more flavors, and he came up with 31, and there were a lot of kids smiling as a result of his ice cream, but uh, in the long run, um, newsflash here, ice cream is no health food, and in the long run, my, my dad's uncle, Bert Baskin, died of heart disease at the age of 54, and my grandpa wound up with serious health problems himself. My dad decided to walk away from the family company and any access to the family wealth to follow his own rocky road, and he moved with my mom to a little island off the coast of Canada where they built a one-room log cabin and grew most of their own food and practiced yoga and meditation for several hours a day and named their kid Ocean. Of course, that is me. Well, you know no, what generation he, they were from. <laughs> yes, yes, you can tell. And here's it gets even worse. They almost named me Kale. <laughs> Thank God. Cool. Thank God that didn't happen. Ocean's I a, know, Ocean's my a hip name. Life is much I love I love the name. And I mean your dad brought this like this is the Bible. It's called Diet for a New America. I mean I, I think everybody yeah. needs to read that one. Yeah. As it much inspired yeah. a lot of people, including my grandpa who was given a copy of the book, my oh. book Diet for America by his doctors who told him he should read it if he wanted to live. Oh. Um <laughs> and he did, and he, it saved his life. He ended up oh, reversing yeah. diabetes and wow. heart disease, and yeah. losing 30 pounds, and his golf game improved seven strokes. Yeah, that <laughs> so, was probably his favorite part of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was, it was. I think it's, his sex life got better, too, but we don't talk about that too That much. was really his uh, favorite <laughs> part of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you, you don't know this story, Ocean, but your grandfather 
uh, lived in a community on the Oregon coast when I guess he was either semi-retired or retired. And a very yeah. close colleague and friend of ours, a doctor, was friends of him. Oh, and, fabulous. And uh, this guy obviously knew your father's work, and he came to Hippocrates all of the time. And uh, he, he would have conversations about his son not knowing that this doctor knew who his son was. And he was really, at that, at that point, perplexed, and he would say things. And this guy would nudge him on and say, well, you should really be proud of this, that your son. You know, he's saving lives. And it's really nice to hear the end of that story. I never knew that he was given a copy by his doctors and that he followed yeah. his son. And that's yeah. a good, that's, wow. that's the circle of life. Mm. That's the circle of life. So how it we is. Get, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of us struggle to make changes. We've got a lot of habits to keep us pulling in directions that maybe aren't in our best interests. And I'll tell you, if my grandpa could make those kinds of changes, he gave up ice cream, he gave <laughs> up sugar, he gave up most animal products, he ate a lot more vegetables, he changed his life. And he was a tough cookie. He, he was very stubborn. And if he could make those kinds of changes and get those kinds of results, then I think there's hope for just about everyone. Well, there mm. is. And, you know, it's ironic. Here you are, the grandson. You probably never had a Baskin-Robbins in your life. And, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like our children. Our, our children never had a, any animal food in their entire life. No. Our grandchildren, we have yeah. eight grandkids, the same thing. I mean, it's – and I remember when they were two years old, and probably the similar thing with you, they came to us and when they were aware other people ate animals, mm -hmm. and they said, why would they do that? Because we had right. dogs and, and things. They and, thought it was dog food. Yeah, they, they thought, well, that's really <laughs> weird. You know, we, we know we feed the animals animals. But <laughs> so how do we change yeah. this? As you say, it's very, very hard to change people. But when you say we're going to save the economy of the world, when we're going to save the planet that we live on, and most important, you're going to save your ass. Isn't that enough right. of an impetus? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, there, there's there's some incentive there for just about everybody. You know, I find a lot of young people are think they're going to live forever. You know, we, none of us really realize we're mortal until the day we realize it. Um, but a lot of young people are motivated more by concerns about animals. They they think that it's wrong to torture animals in factory farms. They're concerned about the planet and mm -hmm. whether there's going to be topsoil or water to grow food in 50 years on this mm -hmm. planet. And for good reason. You know, we have some serious problems. Industrialized agriculture is the most environmentally destructive force on the planet. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then I find that a lot of older folks are more motivated by their own behinds, as you will, by yeah. survival. We want to live. We don't want to die. And so the older people get, the more mortality shows up. And the more longevity becomes not just an abstract concept, but uh, a literal life or death reality. And so I find that uh, so for some people, pain pushes. For others, vision pulls. Some people are motivated by fear of suffering and death. Others are motivated by the desire to live fully. Mm -hmm. But whatever it is that motivates you, I want to say there is hope, there are answers, there are solutions, and it starts with what you eat. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you've said it clear and concise. Uh, so we'll be right back in just a minute with Ocean Robbins, and we're going to let you relax and enjoy the music. So when you hear it thunder, don't run under a tree. 
there'll be pennies from heaven for you and me. Every time it rains, it rains pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains pennies from heaven? You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be sure that your umbrella is upside down. Trade them for a package of sunshine and flowers. And if you want the things you love, you must have showers. So when you hear it thunder, don't you run under a tree. There'll be pennies from heaven for you. Sunshine and flowers. Sunshine flowers. And if you want the things you love, you must have showers. So when you hear it thunder, don't you run under a tree. There'll be pennies from heaven for you. Pennies from heaven for me. Pennies from heaven for you. Hi, this is Anna Maria from Hippocrates. And this is Brian Clement from Hippocrates, talking to all of you here in South Florida. Thank God the pandemic is in the pan and fried. So we have opened up fully at Hippocrates Health Institute, our salon that literally has missed it with probiotic, as is our store, as is our therapy building, and we welcome you to come and visit us and be our guest in either the Life Transformation Program or the Fitness Program or the Comprehensive <laughs> Cancer Program or just come by to figure out how to live the rest of your life. Now back to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876 or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Brian and Anna Maria Clement here at Hippocrates. And we're here with Ocean Robbins and boy, this, this guy is amazing, and I mean, we just love to talk to him. He's the CEO and co-founder of the 500,000-plus members Food Revolution Network. And, you know, hearing the history from your grandfather and your dad, who brought Diet for New America, and, um, you know, and, and your grandfather actually reading that book and healing himself, it's, it's just so amazing. And, you know, you probably have some of the greatest passion to, to help people and to take step wherever they're at and to help them just take the first steps. T- tell us more about that. Sure. Well, I love helping people actually, 
you know, put what we're learning into action, because the truth of the matter is that for a lot of folks, the challenge isn't knowing what to do, it's doing what we know. I mean, yeah. let's face it, if, if all that we needed to do is we needed to know that we need to eat more vegetables and less sugar and processed junk, we would not have an obesity crisis in the world right now. Right. Because most people know they, they need to eat better. They know they need to exercise more. And even though a lot of folks are confused about exactly what that means, some things are fairly obvious, but people don't know how to do it. And so I think that the gap is in implementation. At the end of the day, cancer doesn't care a heck of a lot how many studies you've read. It doesn't care how many radio shows <laughs> or books you've taken in. It cares what you eat and how you live. Mm-hmm. And so I want to help folks put that into action. And so the first step is to get informed, of course. And then the next step is wherever you are, you need to start taking steps. You need to start making progress. You can't make the perfect into the enemy of the good. You know, you don't have to sign a purity pact in order to start <laughs> moving in a positive direction. Right. But wherever there are, there are steps you can take. You can, you know, you can swap out beans for beef. You can, you know, get rid of the white flour. You can get rid of the sugar. You can say no to eating sweets. You know, try it for a month, and then you can take further steps. Add more vegetables. Find some vegetable dishes you love. Mm-hmm. Find even some fruits that you love uh, that are, and eat them in their whole form. Get off of drinking calories that are sweet, like sugary calories. Don't drink any sodas, even diet sodas. Don't drink any fruit juices. Go for teas. Go for water. Go for other healthy beverages, maybe fermented beverages, and watch yourself get better in all kinds of ways. You can lose excess pounds. You'll start feeling better. Sometimes it happens pretty quick. Um, For a lot of folks, getting off animal products is is critical. Um, And uh, some folks think, oh, well, I'll just keep going with the dairy and eggs, and I just won't eat meat. Well, newsflash, it turns out that those can be pretty problematic. In fact, dairy is one of the most um, hypoallergenic foods. Um, Most folks in the world are lactose intolerant. It causes indigestion. A lot of folks find that it causes nasal irritation and inflammation in the body, uh, and it causes hormonal imbalances, including potentially hormonal cancers. Mm. So um, it's it's uh, good to ditch the dairy and good to move towards whole plant foods. But a lot of folks go vegan and think they've got it covered. They just mm. don't eat meat or dairy right. or eggs. And you know yeah. something? Twinkies is vegan, <laughs> but it is not a health food. And in fact, you will get very sick. And there have been quite a few studies that have come out where you know people say, you know, go vegan and, you know, eat a lot of sugar and processed junk, and then they get sick, mm-hmm. and then people say, oh, gosh, a vegan diet's bad for your health. Well, no, actually, <laughs> sugar and processed junk is bad for your health. The average American gets um, 54% of their calories from hyper-processed and processed foods, 34% from animal products, yeah. you know, um, less than 5% from fruits and vegetables, and, and then we wonder why we're sick. You know, yeah. we've got to flip that on its head. We should be getting half our calories from fruits and vegetables. And, you know, most of the other half from whole grains, legumes, nuts and seeds. Um, you know, obviously some folks may choose to go raw, in which case the menu shifts a little bit. But the bottom line is getting off of the processed junk mm-hmm. is important for just about everybody. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, our colleague... Dr. David Kessler, the former head of the Food and Drug Administration, uh, several years ago uh, told me something that was the most alarming thing ever uh, discussed with me from a researcher, that not only do they put massive amounts of sugar into our foods to get you addicted, 
And the research, as, as I report in one of my books, Sweet Disease, uh, out of Princeton, shows that all forms of sugar, including fruit sugar, is 30 times more addictive than cocaine. But they put yeah. something called hyperpalatability, listening yeah. around the hype. And what they're doing is putting synthetic forms of opiates into all of the f- commercial foods. So when you're shopping at supermarkets, and it's not just an Americana event, it's a global event. And you may want to yeah. read more about that. Dr. Kessler wrote a wonderful book and in part discusses this, uh, The End of Overeating, Dr. David yeah. Kessler. So, yeah. you know, you, you're, you're right on track with what is going on out there. And yeah. it's just amazing to me. Uh, the, the difficulty is most of you out there are flaming addicts. You're just addicted right. to this. And you, you have the mommy factor. Mom fed me this food. Am I going to reject the, the love from her? What happens when I go out? I'm going to feel awkward if I'm not eating the same as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. the, these are the issues. But God... If you just learn to love and respect your life a little bit and have the courage to do what is good, you're going to transform instantaneously. Yeah, I mean, we wish that supermarkets only had the best and in and thinking for the best of our health, but that's not the case. So, you know, I, I think people need to go with a list when they go to the supermarket so that they only buy what yeah. they Otherwise need. Otherwise, you're seduced. And organic. <laughs> yeah, you get totally seduced. <laughs> Yeah. Is it dangerous? <laughs> so you have children of your own, Ocean, don't you? I do indeed. I have 19-year-old twins. Isn't All that beautiful? Right. Boys, girls? Yeah. Identical twin boys. Isn't that something? So mm. yeah. growing, up, wow. growing up with you as a dad, <sighs> tell me about their life a little bit for the listeners out there who have children and grandchildren. All righty. Well, if you have children or grandchildren, then... Uh, remember this T-shirt that I saw a kid wearing. If you love me, don't feed me junk food. Yeah. And, right. and uh, you know, keep in mind that children are very impressionable. And far too often we impress upon them unhealthy foods by celebrating birthday parties and special occasions and rewarding them with sugary processed stuff. You know, Coca-Cola actually makes baby bottles with their logo on them. Oh. Uh, yeah. The junk food industry is trying hard to prey on our kids before they can even talk. Ronald McDonald. So, uh, we have some we have some measure of responsibility, I think, to do our do our best to protect them from influences that would try to profit by hooking them on a lifetime of addiction to junk foods, mm, and recognize that obviously any child deserves to be part of society, and so we have to learn to navigate that because we live in a toxic food culture. Yeah. And I know I didn't ever want my kids to feel alien or to feel disconnected from their peers, but at the same time, I didn't want them to get addicted to junk food. And just because something's normal doesn't mean that it's okay, doesn't mean that it's optimal, doesn't mean that it's what we want for our children. Because you know what? ADHD is normal, too. Mental health and depression problems are normal, too. So are heart disease and cancer and Alzheimer's. Yeah. And, so, and obesity is so widespread that it's beyond normal. It's, it's typical now. And so I want my kids and all kids to be given the best shot at life in being able to have a solid foundation for mental clarity, for vibrancy, for bouncing their staff, to be able to learn in school, to be able to, to do well with everything they want to take on in life. And it does, food is an important building block. Now, of course, you've got to work with kids. Some kids are picky eaters. Some kids get fussy. Some kids, uh, you know, don't like certain things that, right. that others might, that we might want them to. Mm-hmm. And if you're dealing with that, especially if you're, say, a grandparent, 
uh, and you don't have control over what your grandkids are eating all the time, just start where you are and do the best you can to bring in a little more vegetables and a little more healthy food and keep nudging and moving along, you know. Try to, try to push the needle in a healthy direction mm-hmm. and be willing to have conversations with family members, not from a standpoint of um, puritanical, you know, fundamentalism, <laughs> but from a standpoint of love. When, when you love people, they feel it. Yes. And yeah. they, they know that it's, it's about love. It's not about control. Mm-hmm. Don't try to win a power struggle. Try to be an ally to the people you care about. Exactly. You Authenticity wins. So that's a mouthful from Ocean Robbins. Mm-hmm. Ocean, uh, you know, people want to learn more about you and the work. How, how do they get in touch with you? Sure, absolutely. Go to foodrevolution.org to find out all about our work. We have thousands of articles on our blog 20,000 visitors a day on there. Again, that's foodrevolution.org. I also put together a master class um, that I host with my dad and colleague, John Robbins, on food for health. And right now you can sign up for free if you go to thriving.foodrevolution.org. Again, that is thriving.foodrevolution.org. And you can go ahead and find out about the top myths that are making millions of people sick and the top 10 food and health breakthroughs that could save tens of millions of lives. Well, wow. thanks for spending the what time with us gift. today, and, and uh, we appreciate it. Until next week, make your life an exceptional experience for you and everyone you touch. Be well. We'll be back with you. Thanks for listening to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org.